just my metronome song. And now my metronome's gone. <laughs> you guys. <sighs> Welcome to the Nightmare Box. Presenting yet another. No, not Welcome to the Nightmare Box. Welcome to the Nightmare Box. Presenting Mistakes Were Made. Special Tuesday edition for... Two Star Tuesday. Two Star Tuesday. That was a mouthful. I was like, this is going to come <laughs> off smooth. It did not come off smooth. Welcome to the party. Um, this is a special episode today because we created... Uh, noise dampeners, hopefully. Noise dampeners. Hopefully it will block some of the sound in the apartment. It's propped up right now by a series of books. We've got quite a bit of Cormac McCarthy, a little bit of Langston Hughes. Got Noam Chomsky. Who else you got over there? Uh, Bukowski. Bukowski's over uh, there. Um, this Button Poetry. What's the Button Poetry one? Mm, helium. That is Rudy Francisco. Rudy Francisco. That's my boy. <laughs> Love that guy. Oh, God. I think I... I may be mixing them up, but I think I saw that he was coming to Nashville. If he's coming to Nashville, we gotta go. Mark Maron's coming back to Nashville, but he's not coming until October, so mm. I'm gonna have to miss him. But that was my first uh, stand-up special that I ever saw live. Like, he was touring this hour that is up on Netflix now. <laughs> and uh, so I got to see him. That was pretty fun. Is it the, not the Ryman, but the uh, T-Pack? Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a pretty big venue. It was a big, big theater. It was hilarious. He made fun of my laugh. That was that one? That was that was that one. Yeah. I didn't realize it was such a big venue. For some yeah. reason, I pictured well, it, it was in like a small comedy center, club. So like, we were like eye contact level, and it, it was packed, but it it didn't feel like a comedy audience. Like mm-hmm. There weren't a lot of people that were like, you know, excited to be there. They were like taking some of it too seriously, and he told a joke. And it was like me and one other person in the entire theater. And he just like, he, probably because of the lights, just like picked a location of the room. But to me, it looked like he was looking directly at me. <laughs> and he said that uh, my, my, my laugh came from a place of sadness. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like it has no ending. And it doesn't. It, it's, it's forever the beginning of a laugh. It has no, <laughs> no arc. No arc to the laugh. No arc to this story. <laughs> what story is that? The resort. See? Um, Specifically spelled with a Z. It's R-E-Z-O-R-T. Which is a... Why is it R-E-Z-O-R-T? It's a zombie horror flick. God damn right. And that came out in 2016? 2015. 2015's The Resort. I would tell you the production company, um, but there were eight of them. So we just have Kraken films written down because mm-hmm. you were familiar with Kraken. Yeah. Do you think off the top of your head? Do you know? Oh, no, no, gosh. No, I just no. know I've seen it before. I'm, I feel like they've done some bigger stuff, actually. Yeah. This one's a British horror film, which you'll never be able to guess because all of the accents of all of the characters are completely fucking indistinguishable. <laughs> it received a 5.3 on IMDb. It's where it's sitting at right now. Rotten Tomatoes got... A 50% on the critic score, which you said was impressive. Yeah, I feel like for the quality of the film, that seemed like a really high critic score. But it was only 
eight critics, I think, that had rated it. So granted, that's not a very large pool yeah. of critics, but still, it seemed like a very high score. Is it normally the opposite, where the critics go like crazy low, and then the audience? I, I feel like they, average. I mean, I, I don't spend a lot of time looking at the Rotten Tomatoes scores, but I feel like for all the ones we've done, they've consistently been kind of in the same range, like yeah. within. 20-ish points of each other maybe like the critics and the audience usually kind of tend to agree Mm -hmm. on the score well the the audience did not agree with Mm -mm. the critics this was not one where the critics were like fuck that 75 percent the audience score 23 percent the audience score was uh i don't know who the fuck made you a critic this movie was awful (laughs) why was it awful we're gonna get into it we're gonna get into it and it's gonna it's gonna be bad but um you can do a synopsis. Uh, here, I'm going to get through my, my initial things. Ooh, sorry. Um, Being impatient. Yeah, we had to do um, a money, what do you call it? We had to like look up the... Oh, um, like their budget? Yeah. like We had to look at it from pounds, and so you used an app on your phone. Oh, yeah, like a converter. And so it made something like 5 million pounds, and it made, or it was budgeted at 5 million pounds. Which is roughly six point five million uh, U.S. dollars. We couldn't find. Um, we couldn't find the gross. Yeah, like what the movie earned. I don't know if that was because it was a foreign film or what, but they didn't really have a whole lot of information about how well it was received yeah. or what it earned or anything. It was it, the Wikipedia article was like two sentences. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, for that high of a critic score, you you <laughs> you'd think somebody would have been interested in that. Um, and the f- best part of the movie is the locations. The The shots are beautiful. The location is set up brilliantly. And it's set up in Fuerteventura. Which is? In the Canary Islands. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's where you see the news report opening and stuff like that. And then you've got Spain, where I guess they shot um, the actual resort scenes. You get those really cool villa shots. Mm-hmm. And Belgium uh, for the indoors studio shots, which I'd imagine would be probably all of the inside of the facility. Like yeah. those big that big hangar that they were in was probably a studio. Yeah. So, so they probably... must have ripped through that six point five million, moving their entire crew. They're just hiring local zombies. Like that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those probably were all extras that were locals. Yeah, they just had to find a whole bunch of Spanish people and were like. We'll give you fifty dollars. Like, hey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, should we start with the good? Should we give it the justice of the good? Or, no, no, let's yeah, do a yeah, synopsis do, first. You so, know the synopsis. Um, so the premise of the film is basically um, that there has already been a zombie outbreak. So this is the world post the yeah. initial outbreak and. According to the film, that outbreak nearly devastated society, but they don't, I think, I don't recall, mention how long it's been since that outbreak. Yeah, we'd have to look at it again, yeah. but I don't remember, like, a date, you know. Yeah, like, I got the impression it was recent because the main character's father yeah. um, died in the initial outbreak and the main character is young. So, um... Society does not look terribly affected in this film. No. They have built an island resort where they now have a game hunting of zombies where really rich people can pay to go to this island and hunt zombies and that's pretty much one to do following you're like 
it's as you brought up this isn't the walking dead where these guys are like having to you know live fucking like hand to mouth they're just everything mm-hmm. having to scavenge no, this is a world where the apocalypse has happened sometime in the past 20 years and they've already got a resort for billionaires yeah. and it's like, living like kings yeah yeah no but but of course Fuck you barney sanders they're taking over the goddamn world something has <laughs> to go wrong so uh the security measures at the island fail and uh there's a second outbreak on the island oh my god not a second <laughs> outbreak it's like an island of, like, it, it, it's just Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, The whole film is Jurassic Park. They're driving around in Jeeps on this beautiful, like, landscape, or throughout this beautiful landscape. And, well, it, yeah. I mean, pretty much down to a T, a ripoff of Jurassic Park. They yeah. show up to this island, they spend some time in the facility, and then they're driven out yeah. on this little safari in their little Jeep so that they can... Instead of viewing dinosaurs, hunt zombies. Yeah. And then, of course, they get trapped out there. Yeah, which makes it absolutely... Like, they didn't have the forethought that Spielberg had. Um, it's going to be hard to go right into the goods. <laughs> because at least in Spielberg's you know, movie, um, the fences were still there. There were no fucking security measures put in place at all they're like mm-hmm. oh we've got invisible fences and magnetic doors you know we got tracking collars on these things that don't explode to like immediately take care of the fucking threat like, the major fail safe of this whole island they have i'm assuming electric fences they just say invisible fences they don't really say um what the fences are but they have fences that fell when the computer fails they have magnetic doors on or magnetic locks on all of their doors that fell when the computer fails so their major backup plan for if the computer fails is to bomb the island yeah bomb the island um have manual windows on your open top jeeps that you're taking out but no manual locks on the doors no no manual locks on the doors so that you can like have a backup plan we pulled all the deadbolts off so we could have these goddamn magnetic doors Magnetic locks locking the zombies in place. That somehow those stop and then the jeep stops running like the jeep is somehow not an entity all of its own. Yeah. Like even that has a kill trigger. Why would you put a kill trigger in a vehicle? That doesn't... <sighs> it makes no sense. Maybe that's why she did this. The fucking Sadie. Oh, the one that Yeah, maybe hacks that's why computer. Sadie did it. She's like, I just, she's like Edward Snowden. She's like, I just need to show them what's open. <laughs> How fucking haywire shit can go if you just walk in with like a magnet and stick it on the side of your computer tower. I feel like at this point we're just going into the bad. There's no point even trying to God go into the good first. I'm going to try to go to the me, good. No, what cracks uh. me up about Sadie's character is she steals these files from the computer somehow accidentally corrupts the system and she's not like one of those spies who's like i got what i wanted i'm gonna get off the island she's like i'm gonna go on a safari yeah. with you guys i'm gonna go run around and shoot zombies with you dudes when i know this shit is collapsing like yeah I know. like you don't think you'd want to get your evidence that you've yeah. secured off the island even in jurassic park like fat man with the barbasol can is that he dies trying to get the fuck out of there because he knows it's all gonna go to hell in a handbasket or resident evil like she steals the virus or whatever and tries to get off and the security yeah. measures knock her out before would, she gets away. I but would talk more about Resident Evil, but um, I'd have to talk to my old flight chief, Sturm, 
I'd have to like get him on the phone to explain Resident Evil to me because like I've played three of the games. But if I I've I've apparently pissed off all the Star Wars people on <laughs> on the, the, on the episode that we released yesterday. So I'm trying not to piss off all the Resident Evil people. I think me and the Resident Evil people have a lot more in common. So anybody wants to reach out and explain Resident Evil to me, so I can speak on this topic. Right now, I'm sticking Jurassic Park. <laughs> Only piss off one group at a time. Yeah, there was such backlash from the goddamn Star Wars thing. I had like three people message me, and all three of them had like a, mm. a different uh, chronology of films that I should watch. And then I had uh, Akuna broke it down into like sections of, and this is when Disney took over. Gave me a whole fucking history lesson. <laughs> makes you feel any better. I got flustered and misquoted the episodes that I meant to say, so... God damn it. So I gotta I gotta get with Sturm. He's gotta explain Resident Evil. Like that'd be good. <laughs> These franchises I just don't have the time or the patience. I don't know <laughs> when they go bad, but I know that I don't know very many die hard, like I don't know. Chucky the... fans? See, but even then, like I could talk about the Chucky universe because I've watched all of the Chucky films. But after a point though, are you still a fan of it anymore? Or like the Jason movie. I am in a weird way with Chucky. Because when Chucky um, starts becoming bad, it starts making fun of itself. Like it, 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 it doesn't take itself seriously. So it's not begging you to take it seriously. And uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, does that near, you know, we're, we're way off topic. Yeah. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street does that. Um, at a certain point, too, Wes Craven comes back and writes New Nightmare. And it's them trying to make a movie about Freddy Krueger while Freddy Krueger is, like, taking out the people that are trying to make... It's a very meta. Mm -hmm. Craven's in it. Like, it's awesome. So, like, no. It's doable. But, you know, it's not doable. What? Getting away from these fucking zombies. (laughs) So, the good... (laughs) I was like, can we just not talk about this movie? Short, short list. Yeah. So, the good is... We sat... Pretty much the entire time at the laundromat trying to think of what we liked about this We got five things. We got five good things. I have on this piece of paper right here, 23 bad things. (laughs) That's just what we wrote down. After a while, we were like, I feel like we have enough. Let's just give up. And and half of the good are despite this or, you know, so let's just dive into it. Location, which I think we already hit on. Beautiful. I'd go vacation there. Fantastic. I need to figure out what resort this was done at in Spain, and I'm going to try to fucking make that happen. Like, that's it looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. And if I could get paid to go there and shoot people, like, I'm for that, too, after watching this movie. Not because I'm pro-shooting people, <laughs> but just because, you know, this movie wants, makes me want to take a life. And even um, the studio shots, assuming the inside of the facility is what was shot in the studio, like these big, beautiful, expensive hangars yeah. with these big... The resort looks like the place you want to be. That party scene, like mm. out in the pool and stuff, like that's... Right it, off the ocean. <laughs> it looks like a crazy expensive movie. 6.5 in the long run. Not a huge budget though, right? Like as far as like... I feel like it's a big budget for a B film, but not a big budget. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of money to put in a film like this. Like, I feel like they probably had... Which, I'm not very familiar with British films, to be fair, so mm-hmm. maybe this isn't considered a B film there. Um, but for a modern America 
B film. It seems like a lot of money to throw at that kind of movie, but not. It's not like a blockbuster. Well, it's six point five that came out of eight different production companies. So these people were like, "Can you give me twenty five grand? Can you give me twenty five grand?" <laughs> I mean, for perspective too. When we talked about the disappointments room, didn't they lose like thirteen million? So they spent yeah. more than thirteen million yeah. on it. That's so. that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So yeah, disappointments room small. lost twice as much as what was put into this film i'd, I'd go this film over losing 13 million dollars <laughs> any day i'm time. very curious what they earned so if anybody is familiar with this film and knows what they grossed i would love to know the answer yeah, send to that us an email at nightmareboxproductions yeah, at gmail go. i gotta get the password for that have we been checking that i think i have it routed to my phone okay cool. i think so yeah you gotta make sure um good number two <laughs> There is the occasional witty comeback. <laughs> Who made you the leader? You did when you started following me. Like hardcore, like Clint Eastwood level horseshit. That veteran dude was so cool. Fucking Archer. What a terrible name, though. That's so cliche. Yeah. You're like, what does he do? Well, he's really good at shooting things. Let's give him a name. Like, why not? Like, get and he was the only character listed on the IMDb that didn't get a last name. They literally only named him Archer. Well, he's, he's mysterious, right? <laughs> so mysterious, we'll get well, <laughs> sticking to the goods. <laughs> yep, sticking to the good. The zombies looked good for the most part. Yeah, they were pretty well done. I have a whole tirade weird about wardrobe. the inconsistency. Do what? Weird wardrobe on them, but yeah. they looked pretty good. Like you would think that if you're hunting them, you'd put them all... That. We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Desperately trying not to shit on this They film. looked good. Is, is good enough. They're all dressed up. You know, None of them look particularly like and, Spanish people. I didn't see any women in long flowing and, red dresses. Um, assuming... That these were extras, because that wasn't something we brought up earlier. We just now yeah. like made that point, assuming that these were extras relatively well coaching on how to act like a zombie. Yeah. Like, they weren't like... I think there's enough zombie enthusiasts that if you just put out like on a website a month in advance that you're looking to just dress them up as a zombie. For yeah. a, like, I would do that. If they had something going on in Nashville... Mm-hmm. And they're like, we need zombies. And I was like, I if you will dress me up like a zombie, I will be a zombie. Like, <laughs> I would do it just because I'm a little boy inside. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, it looks like his brain's leaking out. I'd be all over Instagram. <laughs> I would go to dinner at like an Applebee's dressed up as a zombie. I have effects makeup. I can turn you into a zombie if you really want. Fuck. <laughs> yes. We are dressing up like zombies, going to the Mexican restaurant, and freaking everybody's a fuck I have out. fake blood and latex. We can make I'm, it happen. I'm down. I've got a wife beater that I don't care about. And the sleeve's <laughs> starting to come across. I can just pop that strap like a bra strap. And just fucking let it sit there. And we dress ourselves up like we just got in a car accident. And then we just like slump Scare the into the family the restaurant on like a Thursday afternoon. Like Foaming baseball. from the mouth. There's like baseball teams in there, like trying to celebrate with like little trophies and shit. You're horrible. Dressed up like a got killed out on Case and Lane. <laughs> I hate this fucking movie. The adults would probably know it was makeup. The children would be scarred oh, for life. Oh, no, I'm not trying to scar. Traumatize the a child. I'm trying to traumatize a family restaurant filled with children. <laughs> I, I want to chase one of them out of the building, away from their family, and not let their parents chase me. Like and just. Like, this is again completely off topic, but um, I'm not good at staying on topic. Cause no, I'm, I'm gonna add to it though. 
Um, completely off topic, so excuse me, but I made a short film while I was in college where I put, um, not great, to be sure, zombie makeup on my niece. I liked that. And, um, like the way that we did it, and you know, there are multiple ways to do it. I put liquid latex on her skin, let it dry, and then tore the latex and like put like layers of color and blood and stuff under it. So it looked like her own skin was rotting and peeling and falling off and it freaked her out as I was doing it. So like she knew it was fake. I was literally doing it to her like this is all pretend, none of yeah. it's real and she was freaked out by it. So yeah, children in a restaurant would be like, Oh my god We're doing it. I, so, I think there so. would for sure be a child that would remember you for the rest of their life god in damn. terror. And it doesn't have to happen just once. <laughs> we can stumble into a Chuck E. Cheese like when's it, what, what's good Chuck E. Cheese time? Mm. Is it like three in the afternoon babysitter activity? Probably a weekend. Probably a weekend. Go in there Sunday around lunch. People are like, you know what? I'm sick of these fucking Crash kids. a birthday. Somebody yeah. orders a clown and instead they get a zombie. Stumble over the... Oh, that would be perfect. I could... <laughs> oh, God. We could be zombie clowns. <laughs> That's double scary because I don't really care for clowns. Let's be creepy zombie clowns for... <laughs> Halloween. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> back to the good. The opening sequence is fun. Yeah, it was really cool. The newsreel stuff. I really liked that. You really liked that. Yeah, it's interesting because it builds all these expectations. They, <laughs> they um, open it like a news report. Um, like the outbreak at the island has already happened and then you get the whole like 10 yeah. days earlier and we go back in time. So yeah, that was kind of cool. It's like a, a news report of what's going on and then you're like, get the backstory. Yeah. So it was they, a neat little They sequence. like show their hand and then they're like, here's how all that developed, mm-hmm. which is like an interesting way of telling the story if the story was interesting. <laughs> but. but, and Archer seemed like he had some firearms training. I'm not saying it was perfect. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of issues with everything that involved a firearm in this movie about shooting zombies. Mainly that they looked like pellet guns. And uh, they're fucking like... No, uh, for context. It's British. I mean, maybe they just they, they could only find one person who'd ever shot a gun to help them <laughs> learn how to shoot guns. Uh, for context, if you haven't watched the film, which why the hell aren't you watching these before you listen to this? Um, Archer is like that stereotypical, like older, like veteran type character who's like, yeah. I'm gonna save all you people, follow me. And yeah, he uh, no, probably he doesn't say only... follow me. They no, started no. following him. That's how we became the leader for this witty comeback. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, he's, he's like the only character for the most part who seems to even know what a gun is. Yeah. He just starts dropping bodies. Like the dude who <laughs> whose job it is to like lead people on safari to shoot zombies is like not that great at dropping <laughs> bodies. Fucking Archer grabs that goddamn assault rifle and he's just drilling them. Like, two, <laughs> two to the chest, one to the head. I don't care that they're zombies and so we only need the head. I'm fucking trained up, son. Dropping bodies like a song, bitch. Is that our last positive point? Yes. And can now we talk about how I don't give a shit how good Archer is with that goddamn gun. He runs into a room with like 300 zombies and four bullets and no knife. And then comes the fuck back after the false ending. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they they tease you into thinking 
he rescues the main character as I, I called that shit like Why half an hour before it happened. Just charges in valiantly. Yeah, because you know, you gotta have endings that ruin the whole thing. That's what film. This is an M Night Shyamalan. If M Night Shyamalan pulled the this motherfucker is Bruce Willis and fucking Unbreakable and is just able to like cut right through the bullshit, I'd be like, cool. Archer did not tell me at any point that he was immune to the goddamn disease. Oh, I did like that. Um, I am curious if there was any in the writing thought behind that. Like, how did he escape? But um, no, no, the writing is horseshit. <laughs> we we googled while we were at the laundromat earlier. Uh, if anyone else was curious as to how the hell Archer survived yeah. the island being blown up, by the way, yeah, he charges into a room full of zombies with one single gun left, and that holds how many bullets? That one. I can't remember what kind of gun, but I mean, he'd been shooting. So, like, he was probably down to, like, three or four in the magazine. Yeah, and he charges into a room full of zombies. The island gets blown up and he survives. So we Googled if anyone else was curious. And there were a lot of people frustrated on the internet. So, uh... So I'm not alone. (laughs) Even though I dove right into that with a lot of, you know, fist-first aggression. (laughs) I'm going to pause you for a second. This movie is so... Uh, unbelievably terrible that I have already finished my wine. So I'm going to go refill while Brett rants on the second thing. Okay, cool. Um, the first thing I have written down as a negative is uh, there was no titty. Uh, you can't have a B film without titty. It's impossible. Uh, the second thing that I have on my list are they never establish the zombie rules. Um, if you watch almost every other horror movie... There are rules to the zombie. And again, the zombie crowd is very vicious, um, so I don't want to name films. But in certain films, like in um, I Am Legend, those type of zombies, they can think and they can run and they can't go out uh, in the daytime. Z Nation, they're very fast. Yeah, they're very fast there. Uh, The old Romero movie, which... Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. Is that the Romero? Because if I fuck that up, uh, yeah. Let's Google. I think that's George A. Romero. I think he started this whole situation with Night of the Living Dead, but I want to clarify because I don't want to piss anybody off. I used to have an old uh, DVD box set of like old black and white films, yeah. and that was one of them. But in that one, they're all the dumb, arms outstretched, classic zombie. Um, and every, every zombie... You know, yeah, it is Romero. Fuck yes, thank <laughs> Christ. I would have felt really stupid. Um, in every zombie movie, there's rules for the zombie. And like, this movie uh, has no rules for the zombie. This movie, as you pointed out, which I completely fucking missed, half these zombies are sh- set up at like a shooting range so that they're like strapped to boards and getting shot through. They've definitely been gutted, their vertebrae completely fucking shattered, and they just get up and start running away. It's like you have nothing connecting the top half of your body to the bottom half of your body. <laughs> you should be crawling on the ground being scary. And then there's the weird collection of zombies that are just in this cage. Yeah. Until the security system fails. They're literally just all hoarded together in a cage. I don't know if they're backup zombies for if the resort runs low. They're like, we'll send them in. But they have them close enough to the facility that when the resort goes down, these zombies infiltrate the facility yeah. with no trouble whatsoever. Absolutely like, why do you have not. a random cage of zombies right next to your facility? <laughs> 
What kind of life are you living? Like some of them run. We some the, of them walk. Some of them are mindless. Some one, of them can think. Yeah, we get the one very specifically featured zombie who can recognize the girl that's been running yeah. the facility, taunting her. She points Goddamn and screams at her. Valerie's little, I don't know, sex slave zombie. Oh. I don't... They, they never dive into why that particular zombie... Is that her, Valerie's sister? Is that, like, Valerie's... Did, her, did she have a husband and then this bitch... Like, is that her daughter? Like, what is, who, why all this animosity towards this one particular song? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) There's no rules for the zombies. If you're going to have zombies, you need to establish rules because you can't give your character a way out. Um... Or a way of fighting them if they are not established zombies. Like, yeah. I don't even know if you shoot them in the head if that works. Like, I don't... I, you have to show me how your zombie works. Oh, no, they do actually make a comment. One of the dumb teens, I think that... Spoiler alert. Gets killed. Um, makes a if, joke. If you made it this far, we've spoiled the movie. <laughs> I told you the ending. Archer doesn't die. He makes a joke. Um, shoot him in the head or else you're dead or something along those yeah. lines. So they do actually say that. Those fucking punk ass teens. <laughs> Who are not remotely 16. Like they're supposed to be. <laughs> I'm not diving into gun problems. My, my military people that would enjoy listening to that just know that I also know. So when you want Oh, can we that one scene though when they first go out um on their little safari before all hell breaks loose, they're like way the fuck up on a cliff, like sniping zombies that are way, way, way yeah. away. And these two teenage boys are just like semi automatic, like blowing rounds, <laughs> miss everything in God's creation and like the You got that goddamn Uzi or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But the flash fire looks fake in the first place. And yeah. then also, they're not remotely affected by this gun just <laughs> blowing their shoulder off. These people have never fired a gun, so they've got it up against their shoulder. They're squeezing the trigger. There's no recoil from their gun. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the dude who obviously knows what he's doing because he's not chicken-winging the goddamn rifle. And he's the only one who gets any... So it almost shows up like, well, the veteran's the bitch. Like, I, <laughs> like this dude's just eating 30 out six. Those other dudes handled it like champs. Like, <laughs> but this dude's shoot got a damn full thing. blown, straight line of fire. The 16 year old should have saved the guy. Oh, fuck this movie. <laughs> um, the lack of security on the island. Mm, yeah, that was my biggest frustration. Yeah, you brought up why do the tracking devices on the zombies not not have... kill them yeah. Why, yeah why aren't they detonators <laughs> why isn't there literally any fail safe of any kind why <laughs> why is your fail safe we're going to blow up the whole island even though there might potentially be tourists still alive like yeah. there's no manual locks for the doors there's no working jeeps apparently when the computer goes down open top jeeps by the way yeah um <laughs> The, they have tracking collars on all of the zombies, but they don't do anything but track the zombies. The locks on the doors, and the locks on the zombies, and the locks on literally everything in the whole facility are magnetic. They're uh, quote-unquote invisible fences, are the only fences in the entire island. Yeah, that... so those go out when the Jeep goes out for some reason. I own a Jeep Wrangler. When my electricity goes out, I can be pretty sure that my Jeep's still going to turn over. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's and no boats to prevent zombies that can apparently swim 
to the mainland. But there's a boat to go off the island, so hypothetically, if these zombies are smart, they can then take the boat take off the, the island. Boat and do. It... Those are our neighbors. Uh, but yeah, like. N- Jack's no... almost got killed by the teacup terrier. Just... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There's, there's not even any guards on the island. The the people who have the weapons are the tour guides. Yeah, and they all suck compared to this old dude who just shows up and drops bodies. Like These are all like 18-year-olds who apparently never shot a gun in their lives. It's like your whole life is shooting zombies. You'd think that you could do it blindfolded at this point. And there's seemingly one person in her entire team of people who run this facility that knows how the computer works and when shit goes bad he's like fuck it i'm out of here and he takes <laughs> off like, yeah. they don't they don't have anybody else he's that like, can yeah, fix dude, it i'm smart i'm not strong like i ain't fucking hanging around like <laughs> they never showed what happened to him i'm assuming he died no but... you know who else they never showed what happened to valerie who has been locked inside of her goddamn office within the first 15 minutes she disappears she shows up at the ending just to get eaten by a zombie i I have forgotten that Valerie existed. I forgot <laughs> that this was an island. I, 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 I'm engrossed in the ridiculousness of the entire story. Mm. Speaking of uh, people who disappear, let's talk about the boyfriend, Lewis. That motherfucker. Jetted. Yeah, he, he was like the only other dude who knew how to shoot. He shot that uh, guard too early or whatever. And everybody was like, why'd you shoot that guy in the head? And he was like, because he was going to turn into a zombie. And at this point, we don't know when that's going to happen because you haven't established any zombie rules. So I was just going to go ahead and cap this motherfucker because <laughs> I know he's going out. Like, Cry about your baby all you want to. But uh, then on the flip side, sorry to sidetrack for one second, when the teen gets bit, they literally let him choke to death on his own blood before they finally put him down. I'm like, dude, he's suffering. For like, the record, put him if down. I get bit by a zombie, my adrenaline's probably going to be up. I'm probably not going to know that I've been bit by the zombie. If you notice that I've been bit by the zombie, just put one in the back of my ear. Just fucking take... I don't want to know that I've been even bit by the zombie. So I sure as shit don't want to live through... Like getting dragged back out of hell, pet cemetery style, to like roam the earth as this mindless cannibal. I like how that's your shoot me. <laughs> I like how that's your wish. But when we talked about it while we were watching the movie, you're like, "No, I'd talk to you until you died, and then I'd put you down." Yeah, no. It's like I, all romantic, but you're like, "Just go ahead and kill me." No, one hundred percent kill me. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, if you started writhing on the floor, choking yeah, on please. your own blood, I'd, I'd roll you over on your side, give you a butt cuddle, and then like. <laughs> Fucking shoot you in the base of your spine. Fuck. <laughs> They're like, one last one for the home team. <laughs> Grab some titty and then put that gun right up against the back of your head and blow your fucking shit You're out. terrible. <laughs> but boyfriend. Should I guess yeah, back but on I'd, I'd be the butt boyfriend. <laughs> Shut up. It's not necrophilia if you come back from the dead. Shut up. It's just a weird fetish now. It's 2023 or whenever this shit's <laughs> Fuck. I was talking about Lewis. <laughs> yeah, so that dude is like a hyper, like, I'll do anything to protect my bitch type dude. And then just leaves her. <laughs> he's, like, he's not been a coward the entire movie. He's just like, fuck this. I'm out for myself and myself only. Out of nowhere. He has not been like that the entire movie. 
And the thing that kills me about that is, like, you automatically assume, which I I, I called it very early in, that this older veteran guy was going to do some noble sacrifice. Yeah. But you automatically assume, maybe that's a little sexist, but you assume the gentlemen are going to do the, like, noble thing and, like, protect the women until the women get away. So his girlfriend and the veteran dude are holding this door of zombies back and... The only way out of the room is to climb a chain up yeah. out of the room onto the next level. And the boyfriend has already made it out of the room. And he can't wait a couple of extra seconds for the girlfriend to also climb the chain and get up out of the room. Even though he's safe from the zombies up there. He he's like, sit sorry. there with his hand up, grab her, like maybe oh, give the veteran a chance. To shoot why? from where he's at. Okay. Like if he's the, not in any immediate danger. If Archer can run through the horde. Could Archer also not run to the chain? Is Archer just like, he's like, nope, I'm pushing my way through that shit because there's nothing behind me to slow me down. It's a lot easier to do. This movie doesn't make any sense. It was a, it was a dramatic, heartfelt moment on Archer's part, though, because immediately after a boyfriend bells on her, he's like, you go ahead. He's I'm like, gonna, I got you. I'm going to stay behind. Like, the, the, the fucking boyfriend's the, he's the worst. He's the worst. If I was Archer in that situation and it was somebody else, like I'd be, I'm the boyfriend in the hypothetical I'm running through, but I'd be, I, I feel like I'd be more of an Archer than the runaway little bitch. <laughs> I probably, I definitely can't shoot that, you know, as well as they did. I, I'm a good shot, but I'm not like fucking a thousand headshots back to back to back. I'm gonna miss. <laughs> I guess dude didn't miss them. This dude lived the whole life with a 30 round magazine, never had to reload. Um, I think that if I was standing there holding the door gun in my other hand and uh, the dude started running away that was helping me hold down the door so that you could get away, I'm shooting him in the back of the head. He's dying because I haven't missed a shot this entire movie. I'm like, you can go away. There's you a can bit live of, your life on the other side. There's a bit of poetic justice, though, later. Um, Does he die, Lewis? Yeah, Lewis got bit. And remember, she comes across him and she gives him her gun to kill himself. That's right. And I, she literally stands there and watches until he shoots himself and then bills. So she gets her like, moment. What a tough bitch. God damn. Like, you can tell she's sad because she has the gun pointed at him and she's like, gonna she shoot him herself. Shoot him. Yeah, and then gives him she the gun. She got lucky that he didn't just like turn that shit on her yeah. and then shoot himself. Like, we're all going out of here because I'm a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she, she literally stood there and watched until he shot himself before she ran away. So, she got her moment back. Let's see. Why did the open top jeep stop working? What the fuck happened with the ending? Did Archer survive? Plot holes for days. I think we covered those. Uh, who was the zombie? Valerie abuses. We, we, we hit all of these almost in order without having to look at the <laughs> Go us. How did the military spot Melanie amongst the zombies? They show up with fucking like F-18s just fucking clear, you know, like just, just hell raining down from the fucking sky. Just hundreds of zombies all dead. Who can run now as a group, as an organized group. To kill one single <coughs> girl, like the entire community of zombies. None of them are of elsewhere zombies. eating other people. Like, no, <laughs> the entire community of zombies is like, we're going to kill this one we're bitch. We're taking out this one bitch. She jumps off the cliff in dramatic motion right as the fucking missiles are hitting the ground. The bombs are fucking going off everywhere. Things are dying. 
seconds later, calm enough to find the one Helicopter. person who's not a zombie. She doesn't have a mirror. It's nighttime. She doesn't have any way of reflecting the moonlight to get the helicopters. I think attention. it's daytime. I think. It, it, easy fix for this. You show it from the helicopter's perspective with infrared because the dead bodies, you know, wouldn't have an infrared signal because they don't have a heartbeat. But they don't establish that. So no, we they don't. don't. Know. We don't That's know how easy that part would have been to fix. Instead, we have to assume that out of the fucking just hallway of death and debris that they've created, they found the one person before she managed to drown in the turbulent night tide of a rocky cliff. (laughs) The thing that I think is so curious about that is, like, they view the tourists on the island as a casualty. Like, the backup plan is to blow up the island, whether or not there are people still alive on it. So why were they willing to take one random girl floating in the water? Why didn't they just be like, good night, and you shoot her? You know what her? that helicopter would have done? Shot have her. Hovered there and then just gone, and that would have been the yeah. end of Melody. She would never have gotten out of that water. No. They'd have been like, I'm not going down there to make sure that's not a zombie. I'm not hovering here any longer, so we're just going to go through and kill everything that's still moving and uh, come back later. You know? <laughs> But despite their their glorious backup plan of blowing up the island, how does the film end? All the zombies that survived the carpet bombing of the goddamn island have uh, learned to swim across the Atlantic fucking ocean without getting eaten by fish, sharks fucking them up, organized Olympic swim team, to the mainland. And they charge the beach. And they charge the beach like it's goddamn Normandy. Like these are the <laughs> strongest zombies who seconds earlier were dumb enough that you could just staple them to a board and let Taurus shoot at them. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually a good point. Who the hell put them on those... Because it was like almost like what you would see in like, like if training like movies. A, they had like little boards that would yeah. swing out with these zombies like magnetically secured to them. So who the hell put them on there in the first place? Well, like you could do it, I guess, with like a dog collar, like a pole with like a claw at the end. If yeah. you could get them in the neck, you could get them tied down. But who volunteers to do that job? Well, especially if these are apparently fucking triathletes capable of swimming across the fucking ocean. <laughs> Oh, but we haven't addressed... After getting gunned down and blown up by the fucking United States Air Force. (laughs) We haven't addressed one of the most important plot points that never gets developed, though. Where did the zombies come from? No idea. No clue. No, remember they have a... patient zero. They have a refugee camp. Oh, I thought you meant where the initial... No, the zombies on the resort island. Yeah, no. uh, I'm flipping the page. (laughs) Very first item on the page, because you're, you're, you're thinking ahead of the times. Very first item, question mark, refugees, question mark, big game hunting. What is the poetic enemy in this film? Are we supposed to be mad at the billionaires and all the millionaires and uh, whatever the fuck else Bernie is mad at? Are uh, we supposed to be talking about the migrant crisis with this refugee situation that's going on? Are we supposed to be mad at big game hunters? All of these would be valid 
things that you could put into this film. All three of them are things that are kind of like, oh yeah, that's how we feed the zombies. Like, it's why I brought up Romero earlier, you know? Mm-hmm. That is a movie about civil rights. Like, that is about a black man in the civil rights movement. It's, it's well established. That's what Night of the Living Dead is. And if they would have picked big game hunting or if they would have picked the migrant crisis. But if you examine it, it all just fucking falls apart, right? It's a very surface level film. It's it is. very shallow. Because if you film. look at it, the zombies would be America and these migrants are slowly becoming zombies, right? And not America. England's got its own quote-unquote migrant crisis with the Syrian war and all yeah. that. I'm not going to dive all political. Um but it's it, poetically it doesn't work mm-hmm. because they become society and that's bad as opposed to like an acceptance you know what I'm saying like yeah. the, the black dude whose name I can't remember from Night of the Living Dead is running away for his life because America is trying to kill him and America is the zombie you know. Yeah, and like they take very minor, granted, steps to establish some sort of sympathy for the zombies period because we establish these used to be people and yeah. they're now zombies and it's not their fault that they're zombies. So both Sadie and uh is Melanie the main character? Yeah. Um, have this sense of guilt even though they've both chosen to come to this island about shooting the zombies in the first place because they're like, oh, like these were people, like where is our humanity? And then we add this extra layer for no real reason because they don't go into any development um, that the zombies are actually immigrants that yeah. are going to these camps for help because they're starving to death. In this like a FEMA camp. Yeah, and this corporation is turning them into zombies to send to this resort and there's no like... Yeah, but how are they getting away with this? Because there's news coverage about the immigrant crisis, and I. But from a poetic standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Like them, them becoming zombies means that we are all zombies, and there's no fight. I would love to see the story told from the perspective of the migrant in the migrant camp, mm-hmm. who is released out. By his or her own sinks the security system. Like that would that would be such a better movie. <laughs> yeah. Big game hunting. You know these are people that are paying money to go to the resort to do the thing you can't do anymore. So that that's a little on the nose. But again, never fully exploited. It doesn't seem to have a particular reason for the zombie. You know. Yeah. The zombies, it sounds like a dumb thing. People write off the genre altogether. But the zombie, to me, because of Romero, is like one of the most identifiable, we're talking about culture. They're mindless. (laughs) They're cannibalistic, so they're trying to kill you Mm -hmm. to make you one of them. They're like an Agent Smith from The Matrix. Yeah. It's actually a good... Parallel. I like that. I, I came never up with of it. it all on my own. 
Cheers. <laughs> no mistakes were made, but I'm getting my cheers in because we've, we've lacked some cheers because I, I'm not cheery about this fucking movie. <laughs> and even Sadie goes to the island to steal information for some organization that she works for that wants to put a stop to this big bad island, but we don't learn anything. Anything about the organization. Yeah. Is this a terror cell? Is Sadie a part of a terror cell? <laughs> and the way everybody else treats her, they kind of make you feel like it is a horrible thing that she's doing, but we don't know why. Yeah. Like, she's anti-shooting zombies, and I'm... From my perspective, I think she did what needed to be done. I mean, it's kind of a cunt move because she caused the second apocalypse, but well, she it's didn't. that easy to cause the second apocalypse. She didn't know that, and that's such a cop-out to me, is like, at least with, uh, again, going... They, put a, they should have put her there with the purpose of... Sabotage. Well, again, going back to Resident Evil, like, the chick steals the virus. Actually, no, I don't think she steals the virus. I think her partner. Oh, Sturm. <laughs> I think her partner steals the virus. She's in on this Sturm. plot. She's in on Sturm's this plot. Sturm's going to send me a very angry ah, message. Shut up and let me finish. <laughs> She's in on this plot to overthrow the Umbrella Corporation. And I think, actually, the dude that's her partner is the one who steals it. And he breaks one of the virus files open and it sets up the security measure for this facility. So he purposely sabotages the facility. Yeah. But he wants to sell the virus. He's not. But you don't know his name, you see. And that's where talking Whatever. about Resident Evil. What, the po- the oh, point yeah. is... No, Darth who? The yeah. point yeah. is... You're, you're, get ready. It's coming. The point <laughs> is that he intentionally sabotages it and the system fails and all these people die and these creatures are released inside the facility because mm-hmm. he purposely sabotages it. And it's like... I don't think this girl downloading some files would corrupt a computer system. See, without... I don't know anything about computers, so I fell for it. I was I like, oh yeah, that's just a thing that Which happens. They make an offhanded comment where they're like, you think your corporation didn't do this on purpose while you were downloading? They were uploading. But you know like... what she probably did? Because it's a company run with magnetic doors. She probably pulled the USB drive out too fast and blocked <laughs> the files. <laughs> one morning that nobody pays attention to. You improperly do I? I said you improperly ejected your USB. Yeah, never improperly eject. Never improperly inject. And that's why I'm here to sell you. No, that's where the plug would go for... Uh, Birth control? Uh, Viagra pills. What? <laughs> don't improperly Condoms? I yeah. feel like that's a ejaculation joke, but all right. No, don't improperly insert white... <laughs> this conversation In my head, is so have, off the rails. I hate this movie so bad. I'm just drinking too much. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm halfway through my. I am class. almost out of my forty. <laughs> there were very uh, few. This was the worst one of the ones that we've watched. There were no, very few. Yeah, no real qualities. depth to the story. Motivations for characters are crazy unclear. Which makes it almost difficult to shit on. I think we proved that little note wrong. Well, it makes it difficult to shit on on a deeper level. Like all... Oh, so getting drunk and doing this one's the only way to do this one. Right, like, for sure. Like, yeah, like it's, the it's, eye at least has an interesting concept. This thing is shit from everything outside yeah, of the Yeah, like the other, the other films had some level of a deeper concept and this was a very surface level film so all of my complaints are relatively shallow complaints so it's 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 hard to find things to hate that are substantial 
it because is it's just, not a substantial film. But it's not. It's it. My issue with that, right? Like, it's not shallow and funny. Like, if it was shallow and funny, mm-hmm. like I watched the Zombies, uh, which I did actually look that up. Oh shit! I did actually look that up. It was called Zombies because we had a discussion about what that zoo zombie movie was. It was Zombies. That was that, that was better. It was and fun. It was the same plot. It was stupid, but it was it fun. It was almost the same exact plot. Zombies and the resort are almost the same movie, except they <laughs> not used hunting. animals, but they were both knockoffs of Jurassic Park. Like, <laughs> they weren't <laughs> hunting anything in that one, though. Were they not? No. Oh no, it was just a zoo. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was a weird zombie outbreak. But uh we gotta rewatch that one if we can find it and review it. Cause that was one of the first movies we watched together. It was like the second or third one we watched. I'll write so. it down. I knew that there was a reason why I was using my anxiety pen to like spin it around in my hand and just be <laughs> like, Don't scream because it's not Kristen's <laughs> fault that they made Don't throw your beer in my face. So we're watching Zombies? Shit's going down. Yeah, if we can find it. It's probably not on Netflix anymore. That was like a year and a half ago. But you see what that did right there? It's the first time I can thank the Murfreesboro Police Department. Adding tension. Zombies. You want to do that one for the next review? If we can find it. Yeah. We may not be able to find it. We don't have the next review picked out, but by now you guys would have heard of it. Uh, if anybody has any requests. Yeah, if you guys know of like a horrific goddamn movie that is just like, what the fuck is this thing? Send it to me if it sells us in the trailer. Like if we can watch the trailer for it and we're like, that is either so dumb we can't (laughs) not do it. Or, but it has to be on Netflix. Mm -hmm. You can send us a DVD. I'm not buying a DVD. Today we made soundproofing equipment for fifteen dollars. I'm not running out and buying a fifteen. And a little, DVD. a little bit of your blood. Yeah, I stabbed myself in the thumb. God hates my hands. <laughs> I also stabbed myself in the hand three separate times in this podcast with my pen on accident <laughs> because that's how much I hate this. this production movie. company requires a blood oath if you want to join us. Fucking damn it! Why are the jeep? Windows on topless Jeep's manual. We covered that. Why aren't hunters dressed in uniforms for identification? You would think that if you're going out in the field and they are people that are dead and you are people that are alive, you might wear a purple uniform so that everybody in a purple uniform knows that they're not a zombie so you don't accidentally shoot each other on your bullshit safari. Or even the zombies, because everybody in this film, good or bad, is dressed in just regular clothes, but they put the stewardess and... Well, they look like stewardess. I don't know what the fuck... like. I they're supposed all to be. About those people. But they they have these these chicks they running look like around. Nineteen fifties airline. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. They have these chicks running around serving drinks, and then also the tour guides. Like everyone who works for the facility is wearing bright red. They have mm-hmm. these girls serving drinks who look like flight attendants wearing this, yeah, like seventies style <laughs> flight attendant outfit that's bright red, and the tour guides are wearing bright red shirts. So why don't you have like? bright colors on the zombies like i guess it doesn't have to be red if you want all your people wearing red but like a bright color that stands out so you're like that's the bad guy i mean i I get not being able to dress a zombie 
like that, uh, that that might be a difficult concept, but you can have paint uniforms. a target. Yeah, that that would be spray easy. paint the front of whatever they're actually wearing. Yeah. yeah, fucking dip them in paint. Fucking kick them into a big ass can. They can swim. <laughs> <laughs> just make them yellow and just be like, yeah, shoot everything yellow. Don't shoot anything purple. These people shoot all of their guns sideways they dump 50 rounds out of a 20 round magazine consistently don't i'm winding this back out because we're making cornish hens so after this there's a beautiful roast dinner that mm. we're gonna partake in and I'm all excited i can smell about is that where are we sitting out on time here two question and also, which granted, they they mentioned that they have these invisible fences or whatever but these people go on this safari and then spend the night in tents you're and like none of the tourists know about these invisible fences they've agreed to spend the night in little flimsy tents none of them can shoot it's in the middle of a field like i would be like put me up in a fucking brick house like i don't want to be in a tent where i wake up and somebody's eating my face well i come down for a tent if like you can set up like an invisible fence perimeter for 50 yards and you know like well at this point they don't mention the invisible fences until the vincent fences Fences fail. You've got a fucking resort. I can afford an invisible fence for well, my dog. No, what I'm, like, what I'm saying, like, though, is I like they don't make any money. Like, I, I guarantee are, you I can figure that out inside of six months. Like, there are fences um, redirecting the zombies or whatever, but like at this point, until the fences fail, the tourists don't know that those exist. So they've collectively agreed to spend the night out in the open in these tents without realization that there are fences. And like, and nobody yeah, you're being sits hunted up. by scent and they can run and chase you off the fucking and island. They don't have anybody like doing a night shift. They're drinking yeah, while they're nobody, out. Like You don't even have like a one up, one down. Somebody's sitting on the hood of the Jeep. like Boozing it up with guns and zombies. God damn it. Fucking millionaires. <sighs> I, the next question's too big, considering that we got to hop off here to make a side for dinner. Uh, but I'll just throw it out there. What is the government or police system in this new world? How are we still using paper money? How are there still billionaires? Post-apocalypse, supposedly. And, and how are we still taking vacations? I think we covered some of those earlier, but that was all one block. And finally, who in their right mind sent Melanie's dad's goodbye death recording? While he's literally being eaten alive. He's like, I love you. You made the world to me. Like, it's not like, like if I found that. Like, like, you know, yeah, like, edit out the ending and just send I, her the goodbye message. I, I, I'd figure that part out. I'd take it to Walgreens. I'd fucking... I'm not gonna let you listen to your dad get ripped apart. Like, I, Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. Ah, holy shit. I'm gonna hit that corner shot on the bottle there. <laughs> mm. It's uh, of all the movies. 40 down in an hour. <laughs> of all the movies we've done, if you're going to skip one, uh, this was my least favorite. No, I, I say watch it and feel my rage. Just <laughs> watch it. Uh, 
yesterday so that you know you're on par with the podcast yeah so you know what's going on god damn it well i hated that movie Mm -hmm. is that well but ironically we rated it a thumbs up on netflix because they've because we fucking have to because they fucking they got rid of the fucking five-star system so i had to literally sit there and go i want to thumbs down this shit so hard but for you, dear listener, I had to sit there and hit the goddamn thumbs up button like I was shooting a baby in the back of the dome because I knew it was patient zero. Like I just had to like close my eyes, you know, like forearm over my face, stick the gun to my own goddamn head and hit the thumbs up for you. So so that we could get recommended more films. Of to equally do this shitty shit level. Because it, it just <laughs> makes me so goddamn happy. <laughs> so, I you're think welcome for taking If you've that made it this far, it would cost you nothing to like and review and share this with one other person mm. who maybe um, likes to drink and watch movies or needs. A fun thing to listen to over dinner with, you know, their girlfriend or boyfriend or a fucking dog. I, I, <laughs> if you want to endure a hilarious night of drinking, uh, maybe you can start your own podcast and you can name it uh, Weasley Wednesday or some shit like that. <laughs> stealing my idea I don't fuck you (laughs) god damn it okay social media yeah you can find us at Facebook facebook.com slash nightmareboxproductions Instagram at uh, nightmareboxproductions and they can email us at nightmareboxproductions at gmail and twitter us at that's at nightmareboxpro and you can find us on most major podcasting networks. Well, you figured out how to find us. So, <laughs> Shut up. Uh, you can, yeah. Mistakes no, were made. If you're if you're listening on anything, if you wouldn't mind, uh, it would take like half a second of your time to like drop a review. We we honestly want to know what you guys think, and we honestly want to hear from you guys. So whether or not our sound padding has yeah. helped in the least. If it's a sound issue. Don't leave us a negative review. We openly don't know what the fuck we're doing. Give us advice. Um, but if you, you know, enjoy what you're listening to in the least bit, please reach out and let us know. We, we both have Facebooks of our own. We both have Twitters of our own. We, we also have a website. Have a, a website, which is? Uh, the nightmarebox.blog. The nightmarebox.blog. I think there's a comment section on there. Mm-hmm. Um. We want to hear back from you. We want you to be involved. Please don't send me this movie because I'll, I'll I'll show up at your house and I'll rape and murder your family. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. And I love you guys. And I was joking about raping and murdering your families. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> 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 We'll see you in a couple of days, uh, and we'll have Zoom Beavers, hopefully, next week. Zoombies. Zoombies. Zoom Beavers. Get your own Fuck you.